Hello! Welcome to your weekend review. I'm very excited because I have one of the coolest dudes out there, Grant Bell, as my co-host today. How are you, Grant? I'm great, Beth. How are you? What's up, podcast listeners? How's everybody doing? I hope that they're good. That sounded so official. I, like I know, it. right? I like it. it did. I'm, I'm, like, I'm excited to be here on the podcast with you today. It's good. Oh, I am super excited for it. I am good. I had a weekend off and it was wonderful, but I'm tired. I'm too old to be going out for weekends now. <laughs> <laughs> well, children will do that to you. And congratulations. Oh. Sophie is now a part of your family. Yes. Thank you. That is like the most wonderful answer to prayer. So thank you, Jesus, and that. Absolutely. So we have a couple of announcements before we jump into talking about what the fourth week of small group looks like. And so one of our announcements are you guys should have heard from your break-in leaders who you invited to come break into your group. If you have not heard from them or you have not booked a date, please text your coach immediately so we can make sure that we get them on the books. It's very, very, very important that this happens. And so we want to give our break-in leaders a ton of grief and things like that. But also we want to make sure that we are helping connect you guys. So if you have not heard from them or booked a date, please contact your coach and let them know immediately. Yeah, what I heard there's a lot you? of signups. So get on that so they can get in there. Yes. Well, you know, what's really cool, honestly, is that it was a new idea and it's always like, well, we'll see how it happens. And we have five breakouts and I believe about 30 signups total for the break-ins. So some groups are doing two, some are doing none, some are doing two. And so it's just an exciting thing that multiple people are getting in on it. Yeah, I'm excited. I know our group signed up for three sessions, so I can't wait to get those going. Awesome. So Grant, you are doing Matthew. You're one of our groups that chose to do a book study. How is that going for you guys? Matthew is good. I will say that if you are going through the book of Matthew and you were frustrated by the first two weeks, don't be. There was a lot to digest the first two weeks, but it's a pretty awesome read. So if you've never fully dove into Matthew, I encourage you to keep going with it because it does get better. Slow start, but it's going to start rolling fast. So if you're in Matthew, keep rolling with it because it's good stuff. Oh, that's good. I love that. And how is it group-wise, dynamic-wise? What do you think changed a little bit? You know, it just, it's meeting people on different levels right now. Some people were really, really wanting something totally in-depth and deep. And that's been great for those people. And some people didn't want quite as deep, but Matthew is such an easy book to get into. And so many people have heard so many of the stories in that book. So it's easy for them to be a part of it and not have to feel like they're diving super deep. So it kind of hits people on two different levels. I love that. I love that. So we're entering into week four. And right now, this should be the time that we're really getting comfortable with each other and the intersect still some of those new jitters. And so one of the problems that I see from group to group to group, and the Bells and the Sylvesters might have had this problem when we (laughs) let together, maybe, (laughs) is that we love to talk. And because we love to talk, we instead of starting at like 710, 715, we'd start with like 730, 745. 
Yeah, it was late. Yeah, and you know, it wasn't a bad thing because we were all getting along. We're like, ooh, we're gelling. But then when it came time to the intersect, we would fly through it and we would miss opportunities to really be able to know people spiritually. Because while this is transformational relationships and it starts with that relationship part, you also want to give time to be able to know them spiritually. And so whether you're going through Matthew or Genesis, having a break-in session or the intersect, I really encourage you guys to use some different tools to try to make sure you start jumping into things around 7.15. 15 minutes of like chatter, banter is really good. And 7.15 hitting that. So do you have any fun tips for us to start on time, Mr. Extrovert? <laughs> well, you know, for our group in the past, I pretty much just started pushing people, literally pushing people into the area where we were having small group, just to give them the hint. Because yes, our group loves to chat too this year, and we're having a lot of fun, and we were finding it hard to just get people to sit down so that we could start group. So legitimately have to just push people, have to tell them, hey guys, we're going to get started right now. There's just no easy way to go about it typically. So just whoever that leader is, you're that big L leader in your group, just have them say, hey guys, we're going to get started right now. Let's go into the living room or go outside or wherever you're meeting. You just have to do it. Bite the bullet. It's not being mean. It's just trying to get to it. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm just like, hey guys, let's go. We're going to try something this week in our group. I love our small group. Man, so many rad answer to prayers already. But our host, Andrea, so woo-woo, Andrea, if you're listening, she is going to set reminders on Alexa, but like silly reminders of like, it's 7.15, please move into the living room. Something cute and creative, just in case the leader, you are just having a grand old time talking, you will hear this overhead and it'll be Everyone will laugh and giggle, but also, but no, seriously, let's head to the living room. So that's, that's what probably, we're going to try this week. That's probably good for someone who's not the big capital L leader, but wants to get people going. So yes, that's great too. You know, I feel like we forgot an announcement though, Beth. I think we have just gone so excited about our podcast. We totally forgot to talk about the Jack-O-Lantern Jamboree. <gasps> we did we did no grant yes. thank you for remembering go ahead oh absolutely look i'm looking forward to this if you guys are unaware the last saturday of the month we're all going down to vale ranch headquarters five to seven we're having a big halloween thing down there where we're going to get together as a small group as a church and hang out invite people to just hang out and see us and find out who we are but the big thing is for all of us in small groups we get the opportunity to put together our super rad table and rad table you said rad. Super get, rad it, get it get it Yes. Get it. <laughs> so whatever uh, themed table you want to make, we're going to have the opportunity to put tables down there. And there's going to be a contest for all of us in the small group for the best decorated table. And people that attend the event will get to vote on who they think the best table is. And I've heard there's going to be an amazing prize, but I'm not allowed to say what it is. So I'm going to keep that to myself. And if you're in my small group and you're listening, I'm not going to tell you. So we just have to do a kick butt table and make sure that we're down there on the last Saturday of October from five to seven. If you want to get there early, you can get down there as early as three o'clock to put together your table. So I think that was an important announcement. We want to make sure all of our small groups. Yes. Know. Thank you, Grant, so much. And so you will get a link to a Google Doc, this email. So if you're listening to this and you opened the email to get to the podcast, you also will have seen a link in there. Click on the link. Make sure you sign up your group to join us. We have 25 groups. I really would like at least 20 tables. That's my like big goal. So please, please, please go ahead and have your group sign up and there'll be lots of information in the email. Thank you, Grant. 
All right. You're welcome. Yep. All right. Moving on. Let's keep this rolling. So we are in the intersect this week and Rob taught and how fun is Rob? Rob has great stories. I feel bad for his sister though, that he tattled on her. But anyways, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> he did tattle um, on her a few times. He did. I was like, Ooh, is Rob's sister listening? So getting into the intersect, it's really about that feeling of God not being with you and with Joseph. And so that's kind of the questions this week. The first question, it changes week to week. We really want to try to touch on something that happened in the last week or in the message of just where have you seen God move? How have you seen God move? What does that look like? The reason why that question is in there is because I think for a lot of us, we forget, we don't notice God moving. And so as small group leaders, this is a great opportunity to lead people into telling them that God's leading them, God's moving them, God's there for them. And so if they say, I haven't seen it anywhere, you could point out things in their life. The second question is just really, who have you seen that walks closely with God? And why is that an important question? Because some of us don't know what the characteristics are of someone who walks closely with God. And so what does that look like? And because if that's something that looks so awesome, but are we so far from it? And so that's why that question is there. And then number three, and this is going to be a tough question. You might even skip it to go. This should be maybe almost a split time question. I think a lot of people are going to really clam up and not want to talk about this one so much. So if you feel your group's going that way, skip it by all means, but follow up with that question when you get into split time, because I think there's going to be some real good opportunity for discussion on this question. Absolutely. That's what I was going to suggest, because you could feel the tension even in reading that question, right? Like, ooh. And then how do these verses illustrate the juxtaposition, which is just like a super awesome word, which is like the differences. Couldn't you just said differences for us, you know, peons that don't understand that word. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just so much more than that. It's like this big compare contrast. What do you see in the character of the enemy? And what do you see in God's character? And so that question is really out there so that we can see that really the enemy is the John 10, 10 here to still kill, destroy. Jesus is here to give you life and life more abundantly. And so very clearly, if you're listening to the enemy, this is what the enemy's desires are for you. And sometimes we don't want to dance and highlight that, but we also want to be so aware and mindful as we see things come against us. So these questions are really big. We're going to have in the leader cheat sheet, a ton of notes for the John 8, because that is in the middle of a story that Jesus is telling. But he really just says, this is Satan. He is the father of lies. He's so awful. And if you follow him, that's the line you're walking. And so if you get into small groups and you read that question and you're like, oh, I didn't really study. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have really in-depth notes for you on that question. So don't feel scared. You could text your coach. You could text me or email me and we can get more in-depth with that. But you'll have a really good cheat sheet on that. All right. Bring us home in question five, GB. All right. Question five, who in your life needs to hear that God is with them right now? And how can you share this truth with them? This is another one of those questions that could be maybe hard to discuss as a group. And it might be something that you want to do on a more personal level. And I think that there is opportunity to answer this question. If you don't do it as a big group, maybe on your own, but let's go old school. You could write someone a letter. Maybe you could just leave a note on someone's car after work, or you could shoot out out a text. And this could be anyone. I mean, this could be a family member, a friend, a coworker, someone that 
teammate you just saw that was having a bad day. So there's a lot of opportunity with this question. And there's a lot of ways that you could go about making this happen. And I think as small group leaders, just having really creative ways to be able to speak this into someone's life. So thank you guys so much. Happy week four. Yeah, yeah. Please sign up for the Jack-O-Lantern Jamboree. And we are so thankful for you, Grant. You are rad. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Absolutely. This was a blast. I look forward to doing this again. Awesome. All right. We're signing off. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.